Hello, everybody. Welcome to the Change Your Thinking, Change Your Life podcast. My name is Michelle Burkhardt and I'm your host. Hey, today we are talking about how to be grateful to everyone. Uh, and in particular, we're going to talk about some of the troublemakers that are in your life. So I'm sure as soon as I said troublemakers, you're like, yep, I know exactly who should go on that list. Uh, so I'll talk to you about troublemakers and how do we turn them into sacred friends. So friends who are going to help us learn more about ourselves. Uh, so this n- isn't necessarily a podcast episode on how to reduce their troublemaking. So FYI, um, but it is how to, uh, you know, accept what they're bringing to the table and transform it so that it becomes something positive for you. Okay. You may or may want to want to take notes. It's totally up to you. Um, I really, really hope that this gets you thinking today and, and gets you going out into your life and using the, uh, information and data that people are bringing to you in their troublemaking so that you can be the best version of yourself. Awesome. Enjoy. Okay, so what does it mean to be grateful to and for everyone? Well, uh, I think it means several things, and we're going to flesh that out today, but really making peace with the aspects of ourselves that maybe we've rejected over time. Okay. And when you realize how you can like and accept all parts of you, even the parts that you don't like, you can actually do the same for other people. I've seen this in my own life. When you really focus on yourself and and I'll be honest with you that I've had conversations this week, um, and it's been not, not even a full week yet, but I've had several conversations with people about self image this week. And when you have a poor self image, you tend to treat others poorly, right? And so this idea of being grateful to and for everyone really starts with you, as with most of the things that we talk about, right? Um, when you're around people that, let's just say that you dislike for some reason, okay? There's, there's something about them that, that's just a little off. You're like, I'm not so sure about that person. Uh, maybe they... Um, did something in the moment, right? And and hurt your feelings. So maybe you like them as a person, but you dislike them for right now, right? When you're around those people, it can really be a catalyst for you to make friends with yourself. Okay. So we talk about connections, communication, building relationships, right? That's a huge part of changing your life and changing your thinking around those ideas really does change your life. So we've talked a little bit about um, perception and how you can have this interaction and uh, if you can play around with your perception and realize that there's many different ways of looking at something, it can help you see from the other person's point of view, right? And we've also talked about sacred friends before. So go, go in our search engine link and, and look up sacred friends. Now, the idea of sacred friends is not, you know, that um, they're so holy and mighty, but sacred friends are really the, the people that are in our life that help us to become more sacred. So for example, uh, the people in our lives who help us to practice forgiveness because they have something there for us to forgive, right? 
So what I'm talking about is a different variation of sacred friends that when you can look at what somebody is saying or doing or interacting with you and you can tell, hmm, uh, there might be something here that I need to know about myself, then it can help you to become the best version of yourself. Okay. So the things that we don't like in another person are often the very things that we don't like about ourselves. All right. That's called projection. Um, we identify with those things, right? Um, we see them, whether it's conscious or not, there's something in our subconscious that's like, yeah, I don't like that. Uh, any parent who has especially more than one children, child, uh, they, they understand that um, there are children <laughs> that we have in our families and, uh, you know, they can say and do things and you're like, okay, I don't like that. And when you really dig down deep, it could be because it's something, you know, that, that you do. It could be something that maybe most likely somebody in your past, uh, you, you know, a parent, a caregiver, somebody in your environment when you were a kid did and you didn't like that and it's showing up again. Okay. When we can number one, identify that this behavior, let's say, is not about the other person, that, that you're connecting with it for some reason, right? So acknowledge, notice and observe that it's there. And then we can begin to accept and integrate. So really say, okay, I, I see that thing. Um, and I want to love that thing because that thing is a part of me. How can I love it and, and really accept it as a part of me? Right. Then from there, we can plan to make a, um, a transformation, right? Not just a change, but transforming it. And we can be grateful to that sacred friend and ourself in, in the process. Okay, so I want to share a quote with you uh, by Pema Chodron. Uh, as you all know, regular listeners, uh, she's one of my, uh, I don't know, you know what? I don't even know if she's um, still dead or if she's alive or if she's dead. I have no idea. Um, but the quote that she said was, if you were to come up with one word about each of the troublemakers in, in our lives, which I love, we would find ourselves with a list of descriptions of our own rejected qualities. Let me read that once again. If we were to come up with one word about each of the troublemakers in our lives, we would find ourselves with a list of descriptions of our own rejected qualities. So we project things onto the outside world, okay? So when we find ourselves lacking or low in our self-image, we will naturally find those things in other people. And sometimes we can't see those things unless our sacred friend shows it. So they are a mirror showing us what we need to see about ourselves. Let me give you some examples. Now, first of all, I, I wanted to give a personal example this morning, and it was interesting as I was really thinking about this going, okay, I'm, I'm struggling to find an example. And I was really, really delving deep. Okay, who, who don't I like? What's, what's going on in the world? And I'll be honest with you that, that I got to this place of, I can theoretically give you a personal example. I'm struggling in the moment to give you an example because there's nobody that I don't like. 
Um, there's nobody that I consider is a troublemaker right now. Uh, and I know that that seems really off because you say, Michelle, how could you get to that place? I think because I've been doing this work for so many years already that I, it was like a pleasant surprise to me realizing because every person that came up, you know, everything that, you know, maybe, maybe my husband said, or, you know, somebody on social media said, or whatever, all of those things came up to me. And I was like, yeah, no, I, I get where they're coming from on that one. Or, you know, yeah, I understand why he or she said that, or, you know, looking at the person going, yeah, I, I can totally get, you know, why they would put that on social media. So it was a, a pleasant surprise to me to go, look at that, Michelle, you've grown. Uh, I, I tell you, you know, not to pat my back or anything, but just to give you an example of when you do this work, you can get to that place too. Okay. Now that's not to say that I'm perfect in this regard or, or that I'm not uh, open to seeing other things because I'm sure, you know, maybe even today I might see something, um, you know, in another person and go, Ooh, yeah. Okay. I need to work on that. But the point is that I see it in the other person. First thing I always ask is what is inside me that is connecting with this idea? Why is this bothering me? And is there something I need to do about it? Sometimes there is, and sometimes there isn't. Sometimes it really is the other person. And so then I go into how can I show this, them kindness and compassion as they're having a moment. But sometimes I'm bothered by what they said or did. And it's really something I need to internalize and work on myself. Okay. So one of the examples I did come up with was with my 14 year old daughter, Hannah. Um, you know, Hannah has a, a very um, distinct personality. Um, she's very driven and very committed to her goals. Okay. And as her mother, part of me is like, uh, great, excellent. I'm so excited because honestly, she'll just, she has this fierce independence, right? But on the flip side, she hasn't learned the people side of things yet. Okay. So she has a fierce independence where she tends to drive over other people. Okay. And so as her mother, I look at that and say, I want you to keep your independence, but I also want you to be very aware of how you're interacting with people both for your good, because you're going to at some point need to ask somebody for help, right? But also because we want to be people who are out serving other people. And you can do that in your independence. So as, as I'm interacting with her and I'm seeing these moments of that independence showing up, but she's driving over others, I realize a couple things. First of all, uh, I can probably learn from her about how to be more fiercely independent, right? And I can probably learn from her about how to stick up for myself a little bit more. So there's stuff I can learn from her. But then also, this is a moment where I can operate in wisdom and kindness. And first of all, accept myself. Okay, where in your life, Michelle, are you? Um, is there an opportunity for you to stick up for yourself more? Right. But then also serving her in that moment and saying, okay, how can I help guide you to the best version of yourself within wisdom and kindness. All right. So another example, I was talking to a coaching client this week. Um, and quite frankly, he is, uh, he's a school administrator and he has a troublemaker employee. Now this troublemaker employee has been causing issues for a while. Um, and quite frankly, uh, in my opinion, this is just my opinion. I think he needs to let this employee go. However, there are other issues. So it's not as easy as that. 
So what this, uh, this person has found out is that this employee has kind of a chip on their shoulder. Um, they think that basically the job is there to serve them and that they can have whatever they want whenever they want, uh, because they are a teacher under contract. Okay. Now that's not inherently good or bad. That's just, that just is, that's what's happening. Okay. And this teacher is all about what perks and, and, um, I guess rights can I have in this job, but is not willing to, uh, be a team player is not willing to help other people. Um, is one of those teachers that, you know, comes up with an awesome idea, but never tells anybody else because, you know, you, you're not going to steal my idea, that kind of thing. Uh, and especially with the virtual learning environment, um, sh- the, the, the lead teacher is, um, a team leader. And so she has six teachers in her, her pod. That's what he calls them pod. And, uh, within this pod, uh, she's the leader of them all. And she's supposed to be, you know, urging and encouraging people. Uh, and she's not really doing that job. And so this, this, uh, administrator is stepping in and doing more than what he really should be doing. And out of his frustration, he, he keeps coming back to our coaching calls and like, I, I need to let this person go. Yes, you do. Okay. However, in the process, while we're working out all those details, I said, all right, let's think about how are you being for lack of a better word, triggered. So why does this bother you? And he had to admit what really bothers him is that he is going into this over-functioning area and he doesn't want to. And so he sees where this person draws a line in the sand. Here's the boundary. And he's like, I want more of that. (laughs) I said, okay, so in this example, your sacred friend the person who's causing you all of the trouble is actually there teaching you a lesson. So again, like I said, while he's in the process of going through, you know, what he needs to do to, to take care of the situation, he can learn from this person. Okay. That's really the point of what I'm sharing with you today is that people are in our life for all kinds of reason. And sometimes it's for us to learn something and we miss it. And so we'll end up having people in our life who it's the same pattern over and over and over again, because the, the universe in, in essence is saying, we need you to learn this lesson. Okay. I, I have a, a friend, kind of a similar situation. And, uh, she called the other day, she's just really frustrated. And she said, oh my gosh, my husband is driving me nuts. And we went through and we were talking and, and there was all these different things that, um, basically she was doing to kind of keep keep her family going. She's got five kids actually. Um, and I believe, yeah, her oldest is 12. She's got five kids under 12. Okay. And, and I think they're all in some version of virtual school and she's trying to work from home and her, her husband is laid off right now because he works in a service industry and he's not able to get out there and do the work. So long story short, here she is. She's trying to keep everything going and her husband isn't doing anything. And so we were talking about that and I said, well, you know, what do you, what do you think, what's bothering you the most? And she's like, I feel like, uh, I have to be in charge of everything. I'm in control and I don't like that. And I said, well, what, what do you, you know, what's bothering you the most about your husband? And she said, the thing that bothers me the most is that he just sits around and rests all day. 
That's all he does. And I'm like, okay, I can understand that. Um, and so I said, where do you need more rest? And that was just the little switch. Uh, the flip got switched and, and changed the whole conversation. And she's like, you know what? I do need more rest. And I said, so it's not that you have control and you need more control. It's not that your husband is not doing anything and you want him to do anything. It's that you're seeing in this situation, he's resting, you need to rest. And so then we started to look at, look, look at your schedule. What's going on? Where can you rest? And yes, you know, there were some things that she's like, okay, in order to rest, I'm going to have to give it to my husband and really give it to him. Right. So if, if you say, Hey, I'm going to, um, you know, please, will you, uh, you know, run the dishwasher, you can't tell him how to load the dishwasher. Okay. Or if you say, will you please pay the bills? You can't tell him how and when to pay the bills. So you've got to actually release that. So release some control. And then, um, what are you going to do in your rest time? And so the, focus stopped being on how her husband, uh, was lacking and it, it switched into what can I learn from him and how can I make myself the best and the better and best version of myself right now in the moment. So do you see how that, that change in thinking can help you? So really what I'm asking you to do is be grateful to everyone because everyone in your life has a lesson to teach you. And if you're willing to be open and honest and curious with yourself, you'll find out so much about yourself if you just stop looking at troublemakers and seeing the trouble that they cause. Okay, start looking at them as a mirror and asking yourself, what can I learn about myself and how can I grow myself uh, based on what's happening here today. I promise you, your life will look very different. You, you'll get to a place like I am where you see people for who they really are and there's no, no judgment there. It just is what it is. And you're like, oh, I get it. Okay. Thanks for sharing or, you know, go with God, do your thing. Um, and it just doesn't bother you anymore. It's like having a, a coat of armor on. Okay. So go enjoy your interactions with all of the troublemakers in your life today and find out something about you. And with that, I release you into the wild. Go forth and prosper. Have an amazing day and we'll catch you next time. All right. Bye-bye.